This is Beat'em Down from Cult 45, the movie podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 401 of the So Wizard Podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Hi. And the experts, Mr. Mark e. Markellis Reagans. Yo, what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're back to our regularly scheduled programming with a little bit of news and then a dual review of some new releases that have come out. Morbius, hashtag Morbius Sweep, and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. But before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Marcellus Reagan's. The road to episode 500 begins. <laughs> How are you feeling? You know, when I first heard that, I'm like, oh, no. But, you know, that actually has a nice ring to it. I like that. So I think you might have me for the next 99 episodes. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. All right. I won't tell you that Rescue Rangers is somewhere in the <laughs> coming soon list. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, the queen of all nerds, long may she reign. How are you? I'm alive. I saw <laughs> all three movies that we were supposed to see for the month this week. So I'm ahead of the game, I guess. But yeah, I'm alive. It was, a, it was a crazy week for you because you saw most of these movies before me and Mark did, which is crazy. I know. There must have been a full moon at some point this week. <laughs> Aubrey, how do you feel about that three movie marathon? Because that's a lot of movies to cram in one week. It was. I feel dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you feel dead inside most of the time, though. That is true, yeah. That's, that's why I'm forever alone. But you did it. Three movies at the theaters, back to back to back. Good for you. I am proud of you. I did. I went one after another. I went to one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, one on Thursday. And then I worked all weekend. And then I went back to my full-time job yesterday. So wow. um, I'm... On a 100-hour work week straight, uh, plus three movies. So. Wow. Aubrey's like begging for horror movies for the next four months, so she doesn't have to watch any of her, anything else. <laughs> I tried to give her an out in a couple of weeks, Kill and she wouldn't me. take it. So. That's our trooper. It's our little trooper. <laughs> and Joey, how are you doing, dude? I'm good. I, I feel weird about complaining now because uh, Aubrey <laughs> saw three movies, but I saw two movies this weekend. Uh, one on Saturday, one on Sunday. Man, it took a lot out of me. Uh, it was just a busy, busy weekend, nonstop, go, 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 go. I never had a chance to sit down and relax. Um, I did not go to Wicked Comic Con. That was something that was kind of floating out there in the air. Uh, I won free tickets to it on Facebook. Um, we weren't going to go, and that's nothing against Wicked Comic Con, but they weren't offering press passes, and it's in Boston, which is about a two-hour drive, and you had to pay $25 to park. And then at the time, pay to get in. And I'm just like, this is this is ridiculous. We're not going. And then I won free tickets on YouTube on uh, Facebook. And I was like, all right. And then Adam had plans and he couldn't go. And Mark had plans and he couldn't go. And I asked my friend Derek um, if he wanted to go. And he was kind of into it. And then he ended up getting a call from his friend that runs a pawn shop that someone had sold them 80, 80 long boxes of comic books. <laughs> oh, nice. So Wicked Comic Con was out the window. We drove to New Haven, <laughs> Connecticut to tear through 80 dirty, gross long boxes of comic books. Oh, God, please tell me you found some gems in there. I didn't buy anything. Um, Derek <laughs> bought probably about 50 bucks worth of stuff, uh, things he needed. But there wasn't anything that really jumped out that I needed to spend money or have. So yeah. other than that, it was just running errands all weekend and going to the movies twice. So I was pretty tired on Monday when it, it felt like a break to go to work. 
That's when you know you had a long weekend. When you get to work and you're like, oh, good, I can relax. Yeah, so I can sit down and relax for a second. But <laughs> enough about us. Let's talk some more about us. Marcellus Reagans, can you please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard podcasts? All right. So everybody can head on over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our Tee Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, so definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, you can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year-round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. Sonic's arms are not freaking blue. <laughs> oh, it never gets old, my friends. All right, Marcellus, we have news to discuss, so let's drop the drop and let us discuss the news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so this week in Nerdy News, we got a little bit of uh, movie casting that's happening. Uh, Academy Award winner Brie Larson <laughs> is joining the Fast Saga. That's right. Captain Marvel will be in Fast and the Furious Part 10. Uh, it was announced with a nice picture from Vin Diesel. Uh, so, Joey, since Brie Larson is your girl, how do you feel about her joining the Fast Saga coming soon? Well, uh, I, we were going to have to go see this anyway. Um, Aubrey, that actually might have been a good week for you to beg out of. <laughs> There's still time. There's still time. Oh, we're definitely bringing Amanda back to watch that one. Sorry, I already told her. Nice. <laughs> like, you're coming back for fasten your seatbelts. She's just like fantastic. She can take my place. It's <laughs> just like I hate you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. I mean, I made it no secret on this podcast or anywhere else in life that I love Brie Larson and. Uh, these movies are terrible, but good for her. Go get that paycheck. Um, and you know what? If she's really about family, I am here to help her start one. So anytime <laughs> she needs a baby, come on down. <laughs> All right. Enough of you. Enough of you. Aubrey, how do you feel about Brie Larson joining the Fast Saga? I know you're probably not familiar. You're probably not a fan of the other movies regardless. But how do you feel about this? Um, I don't know. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I think the whole series needs to stop. Honestly, this could be it, though. This could be the moment where she, you know, gets pushed to the front of the of the story. You know, maybe she's related to uh, no, what's his name? There doesn't character? need to be a story. There isn't a story. Actually, it's just a bunch of cars and family and it doesn't even do anything. Let's just drive the cars around a parking lot. Nobody gives a shit. This movie needs to stop. There's no, no, no. <laughs> doesn't need to keep going. Well, you know what, Aubrey? Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. There's at least two more movies coming, so it's not stopping. It doesn't stop. All I want, all I want, is just a close up of her bare feet uh, pressing the gas pedal. That's all I want. You and me both, buddy. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. So don't sit next to me in the movies during this one. No, I will. I won't even be in the same theater. Not even the same town as you, dude. So, uh, you see, yeah, Brie Larson, Fast Ten. Uh, so in other news, we got a trailer, a big epic trailer for Stranger Things Season 4. Uh, it opens up the story a little bit. We get to see the 
kids, uh, kids, I use that term loosely, uh, as they're uh, taking their steps into the next adventure. And this one looks like it's going to be a big epic battle. So, Aubrey, what did you think of the trailer for Stranger Things season four? I'm really excited to see Hopper. Uh, I mean, I hope they release the entire season out all at once because I don't want to sit there and wait for each episode to come out each week. Give me something to look forward to for one full day, and then I can die inside again. <laughs> Stranger Things 4, the thing that's keeping Aubrey alive for the summer. Uh, Joey, what about you, dude? How All do you, right. Joey, how do you feel about the uh, Stranger Things trailer? Well, the good news, Aubrey, for you is that it's it's going to all be a one-day drop, so it's all going to come out that day. It's such a fucking relief. The bad news is you're only getting part one of season two, and then part two oh, of season on. two drops off in July. But it's stupid. Season four, excuse me, I just can't keep track of what season it is. It's only been three years since the last uh, Stranger Things, so I lost track of what season we're in. Uh, this looks great. I love Stranger Things. Uh, my main concerns really are how old the cast looks. What's the black kid's name again? Do we do this every time we talk every about Stranger Every time. What's the black kid's name again? Racist. It's Lucas. Lucas. No, not the character, the actor. It's Caleb. Oh, I don't know his fucking actor name. I don't know his government name. <laughs> not Lucas with the lid off. What? What is his real name? Caleb something. Anyway, I just think it's funny that everybody has been fan casting him as Miles Morales for so long that he's going to be way too old. To play. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have to play cardiac or something else by the time we get there, but. Um, you know, it looks good. Uh, I feel like it was a very big missed opportunity for Billy's gravestone to not have a hair metal quote on it. Oh my God. I, I didn't even notice that. She should have been kneeling at it. And it's like, Billy, these dates and then say like nothing but a good time. On it. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a total missed opportunity. I don't know. I mean, I trust them. I've liked all three seasons so far. I think the first season's probably the best one, but I don't think there's been a bad one yet. I know a lot of people have weird varying opinions on that, but I'm all in, man. We love it as a family. We're going to probably end up binging it at all different times and then getting together and talking about it. But obviously we'll be talking about it on the podcast as well. And I'm just all in, man. I just, this is the last season. I hope they can, this is the last season or is there one more? I think there's one more after this. All right. Well, at least there's a finish line in the distance, and hopefully they can stick the landing. It's the most important thing right now is to stick the landing. Anything is better than Game of Thrones last season. Yeah, we don't want Game of Thrones or Lost or any of this nonsense where shows suck at the last minute. Firefly. Hey, <laughs> that didn't suck. That show was good throughout. It ended before it was ready. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think... The trailer looked pretty cool. Uh, I actually really like that Journey song. Normally, I'm not like a fan of uh, of uh, you know old classic songs in trailers, the trope of it. But this actually looked really cool. It actually got me hyped up. I don't know what that guy is doing playing a, playing guitar on top of a trailer with lightning in the background. It looks like an album cover or something. But uh, I don't know. I'm down. I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, you know what song that is, Mark? Uh, I just know it's Journey. Separate ways. Oh, because there's the one side and the upside down. And because everyone went there. Separate ways. Separate oh. ways at the end of the last season. <laughs> but that makes sense. That makes sense. Also, that song has one of the worst music videos in the history of recorded film. So hopefully there's some homage to it at some point. I want to see the Demogorgon playing a keyboard that's <laughs> attached to a wall at some point. <laughs> it was a really good version of Separate Ways, though. Mm-hmm. Me and Noah's dad used to sing it to each other all the time in the car. built it out with the windows down and everything. Uh, so as uh, Joey mentioned before, part one is going to be dropping May 27th. There's nothing else going on that day, right? There's no like Star Wars shows dropping or anything. So nah, nothing's going on. <laughs> uh, and then part two is going to be dropping July 1st. So you have all of June to yap away about Stranger Things before the next one starts. And that's it. That's all we got for the news. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with dual reviews, Morbius and Sonic 2. What does hope mean to you? Hello, everyone. My name is Nick, and I am the host of the annual live stream for The Cure, a charity live stream event to raise money for the Cancer Research Institute, which researches immunotherapy, training the body's immune system 
to fight all forms of cancer. Their mission, one that I believe in very, very strongly, is a future immune to cancer. And this year, for the sixth annual live stream for The Cure, I want to emphasize more than anything, hope. Over the past five years, myself and amazing creators and partners from around the world have raised over $50,000 for this amazing cause. And this year, we're looking to add another $20,000 to that total. Please join me May 19th, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern for 45 hours of content over the next three days, as I'm once again joined by amazing creators from around the world to help fight for hope. Learn more or make an early donation today at LivestreamForTheCure.com. What's going on, everybody? It is Joey from the So Wizard Podcast. Just wanted to talk to you a little bit about a new app we're checking out called Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app, and it's available on iOS and Android. It's going to pick up web articles about trending topics on the web at any given moment and read them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in ever of the internet, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling and start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, science, down to Bitcoin or even the Kardashians. They'll find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. They've even got podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 50 countries. Our podcast, So Wizard, is on there too. And I use it as my default podcasting app. So check it out and download Newsly for free now at newsly.me or from the link in our description and use the promo code we've got there for you as well in that description and get yourself a one month free premium subscription. That's right, guys. Check it out. Newsly reading you the news aloud. All right, guys, we are back. It is time to review some movies the last couple weeks. Appreciate you sticking with us while we uh, reviewed some weird stuff for you. Uh, We love reviewing those bad, terrible movies and inflicting them on other people. But when new releases hit, we've got to be there. And we're going to start with a new Marvel legend arriving, guys. (laughs) It's Morbius starring Jared Leto. So we all had a chance to go check it out. We're going to let you know what we thought non-spoiler to start. And then Markellis will drop the drop delineating the spoilers. So you will know if you haven't seen Morbius to get yourself to the theater and eat some hashtag Morbius beans while you're watching. The rest of you stick around. Find out what we thought a little more in depth. But before we get started with that, Aubrey Litchfield, what is Morbius about? Dangerously ill with a rare blood disorder and determined to save others from the same fate. Dr. Morbius attempts a desperate gamble. While at first it seems to be a radical success, a darkness inside of him is soon unleashed. Perfect. All right, guys, we all had a chance to check it out. Let's go non-spoiler to start. What did you think of Morbius, Aubrey Litchfield? Um, I tried to leave the theater. Yikes. But the person I was with told me not to <laughs> and to finish it. He said, we made it this far finish the movie and i said i don't want to this is trash but you did finish it i did and it was right. still trash <laughs> mark ellis reagan's yeah i'm not going to be able to give this movie a fair shake because i even though i saw it on like a big bright saturday afternoon i was fucking tired that day and the first hour i'm like okay i am in this movie the rest of it i was dozing in and out so i wanted to go see it again <laughs> I wanted to go, I wanted to go see it again before we did the review, but I just didn't want to go back and watch the movie. So uh, I'm gonna say it's okay. Uh, I'm gonna say it's tolerable. All right. Um, this movie is trash, but I want to say you should probably temper your hyperbole a little bit. Not you guys, but you know the internet. Like the internet has crowned this the worst movie ever made. Uh, it's a movie that's gonna make you envious of the blind. All this kind of stuff. It's bad, but it's not that bad. Come on. Like, it's not good at all. But it's not the worst movie ever made. Uh, Anyone that says that has never seen a movie like Bigfoot Creek or Christy Santa's podcast. Yeah, right. They've never they can't even conceptualize a movie like Christy Santa's first female reindeer. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like that's that's a bad movie. This is is not good, but it's certainly not the worst movie ever made. So I'm definitely gonna tell you I think the movie's trash, but you know it's like a a waste paper basket. It's not it's not a leaky, gross, festering ooze filled trash bag or anything like that. It's just you know it's just trash on the floor like you would see in your office. So it's not good, but it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. So that is kind of it for Morbius from us. Non spoiler. Um, doesn't sound like it's uh, looking too good, but we'll see what we have to say when the spoilers are free. So, Marcellus, please drop the drop and let us spoil Morbius. You know, I think Morbius wants to defend himself. I'm trash. What's <laughs> <laughs> well, your spoiler? Here's yeah, a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right, so let's get started with things we liked. Aubrey, I'm going to put you on the spot. Was there anything you liked about this movie? Um, that is a tough one. <laughs> that is a real tough one. Um, I can't say there was anything I liked about it. I wish I could say I liked some of the characters, but I hate Matt Smith. I think he is just <laughs> as ugly as Benedict Cumberbatch. And his face just makes me want to punch him. I didn't like him as Doctor Who, and I still don't like him. And in this movie, he sucks even more. Yeah. No, there's <laughs> nothing. I even I even went down to the bar at the movie theater and had a couple beers before the movie because I knew that I needed to in order to get through the movie. It still sucked. Wow. Okay. And Aubrey liked nothing about the movie. Markellis Reagan's was there anything thing. you liked about it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, surprise, surprise. Yes, there was. There was actually some things I did like about it. Uh, so I never read a Morbius comic book. I am not familiar with the character at all. I didn't really know what, what I was in for. Um, so when it you know it starts off and he's a doctor, he's trying to find a cure and he gets turned into a creature that he can't control. I'm like, oh, it's the Hulk. Okay, I'm down for this. I'm, I'm down for the Hulk aspects. Let's let's see how, how Morbius... Let's get that duality of the doctor and the creature. I'm good. I'm good. Let, let's do it. Um, and that never that never happened, unfortunately. The other thing I liked was the villain's speech. I thought Matt Smith was actually really good. Uh, he was chewing scenery, and he looks like he was having fun, and I was down for that. I liked the fact that he was like, look, to Morbius, we have the power. You invented this thing, and it works. We are superior we can just take over shit. You know, he gave him the Magneto speech or the Killmonger speech. You have the power. Let's take this power and let's let's run some shit. So that part I respected. I'm like, oh, yeah, good. This is like X-Men. I'm down for it. And uh, the Dr. Martine, the female doctor, hot. I liked her. And some of the special effects, I know they kind of went a little crazy with the CGI, but I thought some of the effects were actually really cool. There's some flying effects that I thought were really cool. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I visually, I thought it was really cool. Uh, some of the effects, but the story is what we'll get to later on. <laughs> what, what do you think would happen if Morbius was like, "Okay, Matt Smith, um, I'll help you take over the world if you can explain to me what the hell I was doing in front of that cave in the first five minutes of the movie." <laughs> Don't worry about it. I was it. collecting the bats for the tank later on with a laser shield. Fucking no! The movie makes no sense. Vampire bats don't even drink blood. I feel like plasma, I guess. Uh, don't don't you know they fucking they eat fruit. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. What did I like about this movie? Um, not much. Uh, whew, what did I like? Um, I think the beginning was okay. So yes, uh, a lot of it's dumb and doesn't make sense. But at least I think the part before he changed, there's a scene where him and Matt Smith are both just kind of hobbling down this, a busy street talking. Yep. yep. And I thought that was pretty cool. I thought that showed their friendship and stuff pretty well. I hate Jared Leto as a person, but not to the point where I can't watch him act in something. And he is a pretty good actor. So he was actually pretty good in this. I think he looks like what you want Morbius to look like in live action. It just sucks. It has to be him. Um, it's too bad someone else can't just take over his body or something, but, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's fine. Special effects were okay in some parts and bad in others. Uh, the scene where he first gets his power and kills all the guys on the boat was pretty cool, even though it doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
Yep. And the after credit scenes, which we'll get to, were absolutely hilarious and not in a good way. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's all I got for what was good about the movie. Aubrey, what did you not like about Morbius? I didn't like anything about this movie. <laughs> I didn't like the scene while they were walking down the street because I thought it looked really stupid. And I don't understand how they have a blood disorder, but they can't walk. That that maybe I just don't know enough about rare blood disorders that would make it so they can't walk. Like, I would think if it was a problem with, like, if it was leukemia or something to that effect, it would affect their arms, too, so then they wouldn't be able to use their arms that it just doesn't make sense that they can use their arms, but not their legs, whatever. I think the whole bat thing really pissed me off um, because they just look stupid in every single scene, every single scene. There was not a good bat in that movie. <laughs> the scene where he transforms into Morbius and the lady doctor um, is the one that transforms him. I thought that whole scene was stupid, how he just like eats people and then somehow manages to gain control of it later on in the movie. Not even, like, later on. Like, the next scene, he somehow manages to not be ravenous like that. Stupid. I hate the scene where he gives the lady doctor his blood, and then she turns into a vampire. Again, fucking stupid. I hate Matt Smith. I think that he is horrible. I think that he was horrible in this movie. I think every scene with him pissed me off. The whole storyline is really stupid as well. And there wasn't any good music. <laughs> Don't hold back. Marcellus Reagans, how about you? Yeah, there was a few things. Uh, like I said, the promise of a the good versus evil characters uh, didn't quite pay off the story. I, I agree with Aubrey. The storyline was just kind of, kind of garbage. Uh, I was really hoping for more because I think the setup was nice or it was tolerable, but... It, the payoff was just complete garbage by the end of it. The cops or the special agents that were on the case, like, I don't know what the fuck that has to do with the rest of the movie. Um, I couldn't, I didn't care. And I wanted to, I was like, oh, okay, here's the outsider's point of view of what's going on. And I thought they were okay, but I didn't really get the point of them being there. Um were they FBI or were they New York Police Department? Because they acted like they were New York Police Department, but then they also said they were like federal agents. Right. They were special agents. So I just state I just took it as special agents. I didn't, I didn't care about the minutia of it. I was more concerned with the fact that they were reading the Daily Bugle newspaper than anything else. Morbius drinking his uh, blue Capri Sun <laughs> every <laughs> every couple of days I thought was ridiculous. I'm like, come on, man. That's the way you're going to do it? What the hell? This feels like a movie that has like, it feels like there's like a lot more to this movie and they just trimmed it down to the point where it doesn't, it just doesn't really hold together at all. That whole thing with him and the Nobel Prize, I'm like, oh, that's going to be interesting. You know, like, how's this going to factor in? And then they just like cut away and give a throwaway line. And it's like, uh, who cares? Uh, Jared Harris, who is like an amazing actor, completely wasted in this movie. I don't know what he got paid, but I'm 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 hoping his the addition to his house looks good. Hope it came out okay. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, like I said, I feel kind of bad because I can't give it a really fair review because I was dozing off towards the end of it. <laughs> but the parts that I did get, I'm like, uh, I'm I'm waiting for it to get better. And if the movie had a sharper script, I think I would have it would have been easier for me to stay awake. All right. Well, I mean, right off the bat, this is so. 2003's hottest superhero movie like if somebody was walking out of the theater from having seen Ben Affleck Daredevil and accidentally stumbled into a time machine and then fell into the theater into their seat to watch Morbius they wouldn't even know they had traveled in time <laughs> it is legitimately like the most boring generic like by the book it's origin I got my powers. How do I use them? Oh, no. My friend or coworker or whoever also has the same powers. We fight the end. Dude, like, that's, that's every fucking that's superhero movie that ever came out before the MCU started. Uh, I don't know. dude. You can kind of apply that to the MCU, too, a little bit, I think. Some of the earlier stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just so generic superhero. And it just feels like a movie that's like 30 years old. There's nothing here, man. 
nothing grabbed me. Once you, he actually gets his powers, I think once he gets off the boat, the whole movie falls apart. <laughs> it's just terrible from that point on. I did like um, some of the use of his powers. Like the, the echolocation was kind of cool. Obviously, we've seen it in Daredevil before. I thought him flying when it wasn't ridiculous was okay. Mm-hmm. But man, the special effects got real bad when they had those weird like stop slow motion, just like fucking bloodshot. <laughs> How dare you invoke the name of my three star movie? God damn it. Well, I was, I was dying when it was happening because all I could think about was Bloodshot. And I'm like, Mark is going to give this three fucking stars. Isn't he? <laughs> but honestly, like the biggest crime this movie commits is it's mostly just generic and boring. And I understand that it was shot like almost four years ago. And Sony had it to be focused on kind of them rejigging the, their own Spider-Man cinematic universe. Asterix may not actually include Spider-Man. Because they didn't think they were going to partner with Marvel again. And then they did. And then they had to go back and cut this movie to pieces to try to make it fit in with that narrative. So I feel bad about that. But I don't know, man. This is just trash. I'm not really sure like what we're doing here. And it's it's just not good, man. I feel a little bad for Matt Smith. I know, Aubrey, you don't like Matt Smith. But he is the patron saint of poor film role choices. He got cut out of Rise of Skywalker. He was so bad, Mark, he couldn't even be in Rise of Skywalker. Think about that. Hey, that might even be a benefit to his career. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he was also in a Terminator colon gynecological exam. And now he's in Morbius. So, yeah. Yikes. Hey, hey wait, wait, he wait, should... wait, wait, wait. He was also in Last Night in Soho. So let's not completely give him too much shit. All right. Well, may, I was going to say maybe he should start dating Summer Glau and they can be the patron saint of bad role choices. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? Hey, I, I wouldn't be mad if somebody told me to start dating Summer Glau. So. <laughs> anyway, this is bad. It is not good. But for me, it's mostly just boring than it is like egregious. And I think we need to talk about the egregious thing in my eyes. What did you think of the after credit scenes, Aubrey? They were absolute garbage. Like I, I saw them and it infuriated me. And then the person I saw it with was like, how did he even get the suit back? If he's in a different universe, how did he even get the suit? It's like, who knows? This is Sony. We make it up as we go. I don't give a shit. Mark Ellis Rickens. Yeah. You know, some movies drop little connecting points. You can go, Ooh, that's from this. And that's from this. They, drop these things like fucking lead balloons. I couldn't, I started to try to make the connections and I got about five seconds in. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Who cares what the fuck they're going to do with, with footage that was filmed like way after principal photography was done. See Jared Leto's beard in that second one. I'm like, Jesus Christ. They just filmed this last week. <sighs> so in no way home, the spell Dr. Strain casts, pulls people from other universes who know who Peter Parker is into the main MCU. Why in this movie does it take someone who knows Peter Parker is and put them in a different universe where there isn't even a Peter Parker? Anybody? <laughs> uh, number one. We'd like to make sense of this movie, but. Don't, don't worry about it. Once we established in. No way home that the other two universes don't have Avengers in them. So if we are to assume this is the amazing Spider-Man universe or maybe even the Raimi universe, or maybe just even its own universe. Where did the vulture get the Chitari <laughs> stuff to make his costume again? Who's to say it was Chitari stuff in it? Maybe he just oh. got maybe he got some Stark technology from uh, Tom Cruise as Tony Stark. <laughs> How embarrassing was that ADR on Michael Keaton in that last scene? <laughs> it sounded like somebody off camera just being like, hey, man, uh, I think we could do some good. Let's go find Spider-Man. <laughs> How do they even know who Spider-Man is? How does Morbius know who Spider-Man is? Why does Morbius care about Spider-Man? Why would Morbius meet some random guy in the middle of the desert for no reason? Uh, as I turn to the uh, Sony playbook on page 57, uh, don't worry about it. So I guess we got to score Morbius, uh, Aubrey Litchfield, zero to five, five being the best, zero being the worst. What do you have for Morbius? Zero. Oh, Jesus. Wow. All right. Uh, Markellis Reagans. 
I'm going to give it a 1.5. Right. Uh, man, I'm going to give it a 1.5 also. I don't think it's as bad as a 1, but it's certainly not a 2. Uh, this is a pretty bad movie. But it's like I said, it's just mostly boring until the after credit scenes, which are just a fucking abomination. So I'm going also one and a half. Doesn't sound like Morbius is a keeper, but thankfully we can move on to the next movie. And the next movie we're going to review is Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the sequel, shockingly enough, to Sonic the Hedgehog, a surprisingly decent movie that came out right before the pandemic hit. So now the pandemic is uh, officially over, according to the state of Massachusetts. So it's time to go back to the movies and see a new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Before we get started, Aubrey Litchfield, please tell us what Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is all about. Uh, After settling in Green Hill, Sonic is eager to prove that he has what it takes to be a true hero. His test comes when Dr. Robotnik returns with a new partner, Knuckles, in search of a mystical emerald that has the power to destroy civilization. Sonic teams up with his own sidekick, Tails, and together they embark on a globe-trotting journey to find the emerald before it falls into the wrong hands. All right, so we all had a chance to see it, and once again, we're going to go with our non-spoiler impressions. Mark Ellis Reagans, what did you think of Sonic the Hedgehog? Part two. I like all types of movies, you know, movies for adults, movies, movies for kids. This movie was definitely not made for adults. I mean, there's some adult jokes in it, but this is definitely a kid's movie. Uh, that being said, I think if you have a young kid, I think it's a really good movie. I think it's fun. If you're an adult that's being dragged to it, it's going to be tough. <laughs> All right. Aubrey Litchfield, what'd you think? Um, I think for me, it hits a little bit different because Sonic is definitely my childhood time. Um, and I did see it with a child. So I, I think it's pretty cute. It's tolerable to watch as a parent that has gone with a child. And it it has nostalgia to it, which I really do like. All right. Well, yeah, I saw it with my son. He is 13 now, but obviously he's a little younger when the first one came out. Um, we both really liked it. It's not good. Let's not get twisted here. Now, this is not uh, Citizen Kane or anything like that. Um, I think as a parent, I'm always going to give a kid's movie that is tolerable a little more leeway than I will a movie that just sucks. Cause like Aubrey, you know, Mark, you don't know. Aubrey, you know, we've sat through God awful kids movies. So mm-hmm. anything that's at least tolerable, it gets a little bit extra for me. Um, and I just, I just enjoyed it. I just had fun. It was really goofy and stupid, but it never like winked at the camera. I felt like it never like turned around and been like, Hey parents, isn't this stupid? <laughs> it was just like, this movie is fucking stupid. And we're just going with it. <laughs> so, I had a good time uh, watching it. I'm not going to pretend I didn't. And uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's pretty much three thumbs up for us for Sonic. So we'll uh, drop the drop and we're going to spoil Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Well, clear spoiler. Yeah, Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. <laughs> All right. So let's start with things we liked. Again, Aubrey Litchfield, what did you like about Sonic 2? Um, I like the humor. I thought it was really cute and cheeky. I did like the Easter eggs that they had in there, um, the chili dogs and stuff. And then they, um, they had done a Sega cover art, um, which was really funny. And all of like the Green Hill Zone, the Mushroom Hill Zone, Ice Cap Zone stuff. All the intros and stuff were pretty close. Um, like all the different zones and everything were were awesome. The tornado plane I was super super excited to see Tails in the plane um, because that was a huge part of like Tails as a character was that he was a pilot and stuff. The Genesis manual um, that they showed at one point was really cool. I was really excited to see Knuckles. Uh, you know, Tails was my favorite character growing up, but Knuckles was my brother's. And Idris Elba is really funny as his voice. Um, so I thought that was that just hearing him talk kind of made me laugh, too. Um, so I did I did like those parts. All right. Well, Marcellus Reagans, how about you? Yeah, I you know, I played Sonic a little bit on my Sega Genesis back in the day, but I was never like super into it. So a lot of the references 
that Aubrey just mentioned, <laughs> I had no idea, no idea. Um, so I'm, I'm looking at this purely as like a, just like a, a movie movie. Um, so things that I liked, I thought it had a really easily identifiable hero's journey. I thought they set up Sonic's mission or his journey or the adventure that he's going to go on. Uh, I thought they set it up really, really well. Um, I thought the effects were really good. There's some scenes where the effects are amazing. There's some scenes where the effects are like, Jesus, how much did, what did you guys do? Like it is horrible, beyond horrible. Mm. But for the most part, oh, yeah. for the most part, the effects were really good. Uh, Jim Carrey is just fucking amazing in this movie. I don't know how much he's getting paid, but he is having a blast. And every time he was on the screen, I'm like, yes, I love this character. Tika Sumter from the first movie who plays uh, James Marsden's wife. She's so hot. I couldn't even like concentrate on the movie. <laughs> she, I'm just like, Jesus, is, does anyone know that she's in a Sonic movie? Why does she look so good? Um, I thought the color palette was actually really cool. There's a scene where, you know, you have your blue hero next to your yellow hero next to your red villain. Uh, and then you have your big green villain in the background. And I'm looking at the colors going, man, they designed this really well. I really dig the the color palette of, of what they're doing. Uh, and there was a lot of, you know, Sega references, but there was a few like, like Star Wars references and, and uh, MCU references that I thought were really cool. So yeah, so those, the jokes that they sent to adults, I enjoyed that. And that's it. All right. Well, yeah, first off, I'm going to agree with you, Mark. Uh, Cyclops' wife in this is smoking hot. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I was just like, wait, uh, racism is over. <laughs> 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 that's, that's all it took. That's all it took. That's right. That's right. Um, no, I, I loved uh, a lot of things in this movie. I will agree with both of you guys. Jim Carrey is fucking fantastic in this. He's got his mojo back. Um, I know he wants to retire from acting, but please, you know, back the Brinks truck up to his house. I think we can pay him enough to dance around in front of a green screen for two weeks. Uh, please. I will agree with you. The special effects are horrendous at points. I think there's a lot of it was when. Like somebody's interacting too closely with Sonic. There were a couple of times where somebody hugged him or Tails and it looked so bad. Yep. <laughs> I, but I felt like that gave it some of the charm of it. And like I said, uh, in the non-spoiler part, like for me, like it's really just that this movie is stupid and it just completely embraces being stupid. And it's completely okay with being like, you know what? This is a movie for kids and tweens and people that have maybe loved Sonic for a long time. And it's going to be dumb and we don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the dance battle was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Dude, the dude with the tattoo. Hilarious. I, I was fucking rolling. I thought they were going to fight. And then it turned into a dance battle with Uptown Funk, which sounds so lame. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It is lame, but it was fun. <laughs> It was just fun. It was nice. It's nice. And we talk about this on the show sometimes, you know, that there aren't really movies for like kids that aren't G rated cartoons and aren't uh, PG 13 four quadrant movies or movies they shouldn't be watching. And this is clearly a movie for kids and tweens. And it does not have any at all like qualms about being that. Yep. I thought all the live action stuff was hilarious. Uh, I actually feel bad for Cyclops hot wife's sister. <laughs> I actually thought their story, her storyline was really funny in this because right when she shows up on screen, it, she just hates James Marsden so much. <laughs> She's like, don't screw up my wedding. And I knew as soon as she said that, because this is the kind of stupid movie it is, I'm like, he is going to fuck up her wedding. Yep. <laughs> and it was funny. It turns out to be a sham wedding anyway. I know, which was even more absolutely ridiculous. It was almost Disney Channel, like sitcom level of plot. But it it worked, man. It just worked with this movie. It was fun. It was okay. To, it's okay sometimes to shut off your brain and just be like, this is dumb and I'm going to enjoy it. Yep. <laughs> but was there anything you didn't like, Aubrey? Um, I did not like the dialogue when the sister found out that it was a sham wedding. I thought that that was really stupid. The honey's home line was cringy. Um, sometimes I didn't really like Robotnik's dialogue, but then other times I didn't mind it. So I can't even say that I hated all of it. Yeah, I, I can't say that there's much that I despised enough, honestly, except for like that line, that line really pissed me off. Ah, all right. 
All right, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Mark Ellis Reagans, how about you? Yeah, I'm going to agree with Aubrey. I think the sister-in-law scenes were, uh, as cartoony as they were, they they laid it on a little too thick. You know what I mean? I mean, I I definitely enjoyed her doing a slow motion walk out of the the golf cart as it like spun out of control. <laughs> <laughs> like that, I thought was was cool. But you know, there's some of the that whole like ending scene. It it felt a little heavy handed. Um, but you know, it's fine. It's for little kids. Um, and the other thing is, it has nothing to do with the movie itself. But you know, I was in the theater and it was there was like a family of kids that were there watching it and they were getting excited over things that were happening. I'm like, what, what does that mean? So I wish I had a kid that could point out like these references so uh, I can know what they're talking about. Uh, but that's not, that's not the movie's fault. It's just me being an old, but yeah, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it. I mean, and other than some of the special effects and some of the scenes, I'm like, Ooh, Jesus, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I'm going to look at things that are a downside to this movie and there's not many, uh, much like Morbius where Morbius is just kind of more boring than it is bad um this is just goofy and really anything almost anything where you're like well i didn't like this or i didn't like that you kind of have to hand wave it away it's literally a kid's movie that's goofy as hell you know i will agree mark the some of the special effects just fall flat on their face and you probably could cut about 15 minutes out of this movie and not even feel it but that's really about it. Uh, I got a couple questions about it before we wrap it up, though. Uh, what did you guys think at the end when he turned yellow? Did you automatically think Sonichu? Where was Sonichu? <laughs> when he turned to, when Sonic turned yellow at the end, obviously he's not Sonichu, but that was like, oh, the first thing I, was, I fucking thought. This is <laughs> They're saying, not going to have Chris Chan in the movie. He fucking raped his mom. <laughs> How did I miss it? That would have been the best part of the whole movie. Um, <laughs> we just got finished close. saying it was a kid's movie. Aubrey went Sonichu with it. It was kind of cool to see Supersonic. You gotta be honest. <laughs> I thought it was just like a Dragon Ball Z thing. That's just me. So the after credit scene, Aubrey, what'd you think? Um, it's really cool. I'm surprised that they're jumping straight to Shadow, honestly, because I I feel like there was much more um in between. Uh, but it just it it's um. It's cool. I like I like Shadow. I liked those games on the Dreamcast. I like Sonic Adventures. It was fucking awesome. But I'm just kind of surprised that they jumped to that. Did people go nuts in your theater when it happened? No one did. <laughs> All right. I don't think the other kids got it, but no one was like besides itself. Mark, you, you don't even know what, what that is or what's going on. I had no idea what the fuck was happening, but the kids that were in the theater went, they lost their shit, <laughs> whatever that was. I'm like, <laughs> I need a fucking kid to explain this to me. <laughs> Shadow is like the um, dark uh, owl, the edge uh, hedgehog. He like uses a gun. Oh, and he's like a badass. <laughs> and by a badass, I mean like in the realm of, of the Sonic movie. Um, it's actually pretty exciting to think of what goofy ass stupid shit they could do with them being a badass. But yeah, when I, I'm excited for it, but when we saw it in the theater, the place went like fucking nuts. Like I thought there was gonna be a fucking riot. There was like <laughs> seven year old kids like screaming and jumping up and down and hugging. <laughs> like, it looked like uh, like when you see the the <laughs> end of World War Two like ticker tape parades <laughs> in downtown New York. <laughs> It was wild, man. But we got to score it. Zero to five. Five being the best. Zero being the worst. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you have for Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Uh, I'm going to give it a four. Wow. All right. A four. Noah would probably be a ten out of five, right? Yeah, he told me it's the best movie he's seen. <laughs> oh, God. It makes you feel bad about some of the other movies you've seen then, huh? I know. I just... <laughs> Mark Ellis Reagans. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Unlike Morbius, it's action-packed. It moves in a nice clip. And, uh, you know, they set stuff up in the beginning and they pay it off at the end. So that's a sign of good storytelling. So, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Three and a half. Yeah, I'm probably at about a three. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It's not something I'm going to buy on Blu-ray or something I would even seek out like to watch on my own. But as uh, something I watch on my kid, uh, I definitely was not bored. I had fun with it. And like I said, it doesn't take itself seriously at all. It was it was an enjoyable time at the movie theater. So three out of five is fine for me. Wasn't able to convince Jen to go, even though it has her band crush of the Fever, Eldris Alba in it, but you don't get to see him. So <laughs> he's only a redhead. If Jen shows up with a, a knuckles plush, I'll know what's going on. <laughs> what are you doing? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's going to do it. That is our reviews of Morbius and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, let us know what you thought. Maybe you agree. Maybe you disagree. Hit us up on social media. Let us know what we got right or wrong. And now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up and get ourselves some recommendations for you guys. Aubrey Litchfield, what do you got for the listeners this week? Actually, Lego Star Wars just came out for the Switch, um, yes. which is fucking awesome. I bought it. And I bought myself the the standard copy for some stupid ass reason, and then I bought Noah the ultimate edition, and we both have yet to open it and install it. But I'm super excited about it. Awesome! Uh, I know quite a few of our friends are playing that, and I've heard nothing but good stuff. So you'll have to report back the to us once games you start. Are honestly super good. It, it's surprising, but Noah was playing Lego Marvel Superheroes too, and I think I recommended this actually when I was playing it and I looked at it and I was like, Oh, that looks really fun. And then I bought it and I was like, man, this is really fun. And is the Lego games are actually really awesome. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Mark Kellis Reagan's what you got. You know, the last video game I ever played like all the way through was a Lego star Wars game. It was years ago. Um, so yeah, I agree with you, Aubrey. Uh, if you did not get a chance to go to the theaters and watch The Batman, the whole three-hour epic movie that everyone's talking about, if you have HBO Max, it will be available Monday the 18th. So after Easter Sunday, you want to watch some uh, Batman kick-ass, HBO Max is the place to go. The Batman. All right. Well, I will suggest that you go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you can find the podcast every week. There's links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page, links to all our YouTube, Patreon content, and more at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun where you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. There are hours a free exclusive content there. Adam dropping new reviews and interviews as we speak. I've been reviewing comics every week on there as well. So lots of cool video content on YouTube. Don't forget our Patreon, patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast, where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content for yourself. It's the only place this month to hear our review of Halo, the TV series, quote, so far, unquote. And our exclusive Star Wars video podcast, and more. So support us on Patreon, help out the show, and get some extra stuff for your eyes and ears. What will I suggest this week? I think you should head out to the movies. Anyway, you just always should just head out to the movies anyway. Get some popcorn, sit down, and watch everything everywhere all at once. Because that, my friends, is what we will be reviewing next week on the So Wizard Podcast on episode 402, but that's going to do it for episode 401 of the So Wizard Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Which for too damn long. And the experts, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan. Everybody have yourself a good week and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week. Good journey.